Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. More. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, once we get out of here, we're going to stop and eat as a team at a place down the road in Franklin, I think, and then head on into uh, into Hoover and let the guys relax a little bit and uh, give them tomorrow off as well. Then we'll get a little workout in a couple of days in a row and try to get some things squared away, get some guys healed up a little bit. And yeah, just, you know, as far as the games, we're going to try to win them, but definitely going to mix it up a little bit. Don't know who we're going to pitch yet. we got two or three hours on the bus to discuss that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a fun-filled Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds and we appreciate everybody listening and being a part of it. We still have a lot of things to get to here in this hour, especially on a Trigger Tuesday. We know Hunter Holland Razorback Pitcher will be joining us in the 3 o'clock hour. Looking forward to catching up with him. But just like every Tuesday at 2 o'clock, we are joined here in studio by former Razorback Trent Daniel, all in thanks to Lyft Truck Services here in Little Rock. And Trent, once again, man, it's good to have you in studio. How's everything going? Going good. Glad to be here. Postseason time. That's so right. That's glad right. Glad to be here. So when it's postseason time, when you say it's postseason time, how does that... What what kind of mentality does that give you? What kind of a change in the in the vibes and the mood does that give you? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's what your whole season's for, you know. Like this is kind of you've been kind of wait. I think everyone's been waiting on postseason to get here this year with this team. But um, yeah, you you really lock in. I know how people feel about the SEC tournament kind of polarizing a little bit, but this is when you really know things are getting started. Like the the best part of the season's coming up. There'll be a lot of changes in, in that lineup also yeah. this week, and so. Just uh, that's part of the preparation. Also, some players playing and others getting rested as you run through uh, the postseason, get ready for regionals. Yeah, I think I, I think they announced maybe Adcock starting tomorrow. Cody is. I think they just announced that, so that's not surprising. I expected that. Um, and then Hagen Thursday to kind of get you back in line for next weekend. And um, yeah, I definitely I hope hope to see some arms that maybe haven't thrown in a little bit. Uh, Fouch, a couple of those guys that need to get some innings. He hadn't, he hadn't pitched in a couple weekends. So maybe Fouch, you know, Bybee, a couple of those guys. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see some position players get in at bat or two and then maybe come out too and, and we see some other guys play. I mean, we want to keep our guys healthy. I'm the most concerned about that this week. Yeah, geez. With the, what's already been going on this year too, and then you got the, the injury to John Bolton. Yeah. Uh, which we know happened that way, and that was that was frustrating because you know he has been such a great defensive player and turning those double plays and everything. Uh, it's just you know it, I, we didn't want to make light of it, but it was like we were talking about on Monday and yesterday. It's just like all right, next person who all right who's going to get injured next? You know, it's just uh-huh. like they keeps going through this whole deal where all but four, knock on wood, all but four of the guys in the lineup who started this year have dealt with some sort of injury, which is just an absurd thing that still goes on. Yeah, I've never. I, I don't think anybody's seen anything like that, but um, I, I was glad to just get that series on the turf over with and <laughs> and get out of that stadium and ballpark. It's not my favorite, so 
we're glad to get out of there. Things seem to just be funky in those games. So, you know, that eighth, eighth inning, those guys collide out there, and they're both laying on the turf. It's like, oh, great, you know, one of the hottest hitters that just got plugged in is laying down too. So, luckily it wasn't as bad as it seemed there for a little bit. Hopefully, hopefully Bolton just rests it this week and is good to go regional time. From a pitching standpoint also, this is when everybody needs to be on notice and be ready because you never know when your number can be called. Even if you haven't played quite a bit this season, once you get into postseason play, you never know how many arms you're going to use. Yeah, especially in this tournament. If they if they make a little bit of a run, you got so many games in a row, and you're definitely not going to overextend anybody because you're – I mean, the, the big picture is still, you know, behind in front of you, I should say. And um, th- there will be opportunities for guys, especially the longer we play and – DVH typically has a set amount of guys he likes to really he trusts a lot when it, the games really matter and I'll I'll be surprised if he goes away from that too much but um, there's going to be some extra guys getting some work that that haven't been what, as what, much lately. You have an idea what that number is? Kind of what? what oh it could man, be? he God it depends. It, it's really year to year. This year, you know, you you see kind of the same guys coming in out of the bullpen. You can you can see the guys you really trust the past couple weekends. Like you know, I know Wood had a tough tough go at Vandy, but a, a part of me thinks the turf mound was affecting him and stuff. You know, it's, that's way different than anything you ever throw off of. So there's an adjustment there and. I, it looks like I mean it's usually three four guys he really likes to go to out of the bullpen. He that, that's really all you need in those you know three game series. Because somebody that stands out is Austin Ledbetter, who was a freshman yeah. last year, and it seemed like he got more time last year yeah. than he actually has this year. But when they got into uh, some some late season play, he kind of unexpectedly got some time on the mound, and he and he did well when he got in. Yeah, and that's another guy I didn't mention him just a second ago. I would definitely expect to see him throw tomorrow or the next day for sure he hadn't thrown a little bit he threw really good in Little Rock his last outing it's the last time we saw him so there's definitely some guys that need some work I know like I mentioned Fouch she hasn't had an outing since he had a couple rough ones in a row you need to get those guys out there because there's a chance you're going to need them and you want them to feel good about about yourself you know see a guy get it going like Morris has lately yeah. like, you want those guys to get some confidence and have a positive outing yeah, to me, that's about this whole tournament is almost like just building confidence, mm-hmm. and or guys that are coming back off of injury. More bats, yeah, yeah, just trying to get some reps back in and, yep. and, and figuring all that out. And uh, you know, I, I think that Dave Van Horn, of course, is going to approach it of you know, hey, we still want to win games, we still want to compete, and all yep. that. But I think that the main focus is just, hey, let's let's work through that. If we win, awesome. Yeah. If we lose, no big deal. But that's the main priority is just working guys through that too. Yeah, I mean that that is a good thing about this tournament is is Wagner and and uh, Tavian can get some extra abs. I think it's I think it's pretty obvious they need them coming back and stuff. Get back to a groove a little bit and and hopefully it'd be nice to see Borfin maybe get out of his he's slumping a little bit. You know, get a couple knocks here and get going again because you you know you get him back in the middle of the lineup like we've seen that that's that's crucial. So you know, there's guys that can. Stay hot, or you know, there's so many different angles. Got to get out of a slump, or you know, see some extra pitches and stuff, and all those things are good for you. Arkansas's next opponent is going to be between Tennessee, Texas A&M. Right now, Texas A&M is controlling that game against Tennessee. And uh, looking back at the season, what happened, you kind of throw that stuff out. But it seems like maybe a better matchup for Arkansas, just based on the season, was Tennessee because A&M they scored a number of runs, and those were closer games. Yeah, I think so. I, I, it, it's hard to not sit here and want to root for a team. I try not to do that. You know, that just seems to always come back on you. But A&M does. They get a bunch of lefties on the mound. We usually don't fare as well, I think, against left-handed pitching. I know they've started one today against a- Tennessee. And, um, I, gosh, I don't know. Tennessee's been playing better. I Kind of whoever we get, I'm fine with at this point. You know, I don't, I don't want to root for anybody. And we'll, we'll have some younger guys get some innings and, you know, get on the mound and all that. So it'll be good to see. Yeah, that's the thing is with uh, you know, a team like Tennessee, they we've talked about it before. It's like they're one of those teams that, you know, they can get it for. It's like they're one of those teams that, you know, they can get it hot and they can yep. get going and even with uh, all these teams in the SEC tournaments, we know that for sure that there are teams that aren't going to be going postseason and there are teams that are already locked in for a national seed. And then there's like teams where it's like like A and M for instance. Yep. They need to win some games mm-hmm. to be able to secure that spot in postseason. And then there may be some teams that are flirting with a regional hosting deal that may need to win some games. But to me, those are the only ones that 
I feel like are, are really where their priority is. Hey, winning and winning games to try to make it to that next level too. Yeah, I think I think A and M has what maybe thirteen wins this year in conference. I think this might put them at fourteen if you look at it that way. Um, I I think they beat Tennessee. They're in. They should be probably anyway, but you never know. They they put up some numbers earlier in this game. It was like sixty eight percent of teams. I think it was thirteen mm-hmm. SEC wins get in and stuff. And you know I know RPI is a factor and and all those things. But uh, yeah, Tennessee. They can be scary. There's a lot of talent on the team. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Ole Miss with the experience. Oh, don't and be stuff. saying that now. I'm don't just be saying that. Oh, I don't. I don't want to believe that, but it is. It's true. There's some really good talent, arms, you know, in the lineup and all that. So I'm not rooting for either team. We'll get. We'll get whoever we play, um, and I know we'll be ready. Uh, but I'm definitely excited to see some different guys get a chance. That's kind of the thing you think about when you think about SEC play and some of these teams that are involved. You look at. Mississippi State and Ole Miss over the last couple of years, and Crazy. they got hot at the right time. They did. I, I mean, it's it's nuts to see them. Neither one of those teams in the just the conference tournament is crazy to even think about before they won a title for that happening. Now that they have, it's. I mean, I I don't think anybody could have expected to see that. Yeah, it still, still blows my mind. Still makes would me you, sick. Would you trade that though, Trent? We've talked about oh, that quite gosh. a bit. Where you <laughs> win a national title and then you may be down for a couple of years. I know. Well, if I knew. <laughs> I guess if I knew exactly that's what was going to happen, I mean, sure. I mean, it's hard to say no to a championship because it seems like that's all it's really missing with this program and and for Coach Van Horn. So, I mean, I I think most people would take that. However, though, it's tough for me because I do like the consistency and year after year you're right there in the middle of it, you know, having a chance to do something. And it's hard to say. Uh, I sure would love a championship, but I I do – that's not all it is about for me. I, I I love the consistency and just how the program is year after year. You know what to expect, and um, that's tough though, really yeah. tough. Now, if it was in front of me, probably be like, <laughs> yeah, we'll grab it. Yeah, yeah, because I think even fans. I know it's different for players and fans yeah. and coaches and all that, but I think fans would, you know, they a lot of them. They yeah, sign me up. I know. It means a championship, yeah. and you know, Dave Van Horn. It's like. You know what, what would he want? You yeah. know, like uh, would that just be? Would he be good with the championship? I don't. I don't know. Of course, his mentality, and I don't even know if I'd want to ask him that question because I, I feel like he probably would not give me an answer, or at least a, an answer that would uh, uh, portray one way or the other. But it's I, yeah, it is a tough topic to. I will say think. this: like Mississippi State, they had Lamonis. I think it was his first year when they won it, right, or second year. So it was like they had a new head coach, and he had some guys on the roster that were already there for he got to school. The you know, Ole Miss squeaks in last year, so. Their program, I mean, it seemed like they're scuffling a little bit, but uh, in Arkansas, I don't, you know, you've won the title. I just don't, I'd have a hard time believing the next couple of years they would just take a, an absolute tumble like you've seen mm-hmm. the Mississippi State or the Mississippi schools. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to know because you never know what's yeah. the, what the future holds, but we know that in the SEC, recruiting is everything and, and getting those players are everything. And, uh, they're going to be talented all across the, all across the board yeah. there, too. So let's go to the phone line. CJ's in Little Rock. What's up, CJ? Hey Trent, uh, what year did you uh, graduate from? Right? Uh, two thousand eight. So you there, you were there with the wood, the wood, wood boy, wasn't you? Travis, Travis was a senior my yeah. freshman year. Uh, Travis and Justin okay. Wells were both senior my freshman year, so I never actually played um, on the team with them. Okay. I, wa- I watched them every year, of course, but uh, yeah, they were just so just old enough. I, was, I never played with them. Okay, that's why I was wondering because. Uh, I used to be the guy in blue that everybody hated, and I thought I remembered you back in the day. Yep. So thank you. You were with Wells. Yeah, they were, they had some really good teams back then. I'm kind of shocking they did, they got beaten the state championship by North Little Rock, and a lot of talent on that team. I actually had another. There was Travis and Justin Wells, and Casey Grisham actually was another big left-handed pitcher. He pitched yep. at UCA. There was a lot of there was a ton of talent on that team. Yep. Oh yeah, and there still is every year. It's yep. like it's like Bryant just froze over. I mean, you had a uh, you probably you, your coach would have been Harper. Yep, Coach Harper that was that was my coach. And Tick and them was the Tick was the American Legion coach back then. Yep, Tick and Craig they were my Legion coaches. Yep. We went to the World yep. Series with them, and they were great coaches. Great played college ball and all that, all right. so they were phenomenal. So, um, yeah, well, they're all your. On your endeavors, and I was just—I was thinking you were there back when Justin and all of them were there. I, I couldn't remember because I walked off the field in 2007 and said I've had enough. 
Yeah. I got you. Yeah. But I, I man, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah, look at that. You're getting uh, all sorts of connections from the, from oh, the good yeah. old days of Bryant. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah, Texas A&M, they're 14 and 16 in SEC okay. play. Okay. So, yeah, they're they're right there on, on the cusp. And I don't know how you leave them out. You know, this this would be 15 if they, if they they're up 3 nothing now. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know how you could leave them out anyway. I, I think Georgia maybe should be sweating it a little bit after they get beat today. I mean, they're right there. Another team kind of on the bubble maybe, but um, – yeah, I think A and M. They should be in regardless, but they're you know they're in a good position to win this game right now. Is that similar to basketball? Because there's always that thought that if you go 500 in conference play, then you're good to go for getting in the NCAA tournament. I think so. They put up a graphic earlier. I wish I'd have taken a picture of it with my phone. And it was it, it wasn't even 500. It was I think it was just a a game or two below it, and it was still above 50 percent chance since five. I don't even maybe 2000 or something. They put the graphic up. Those teams make it in and. You know, they of course they look at the other numbers involved. We know RPI is such a big thing these days, which is kind of a skewed metric, kind of bizarre at times. But they look at those things. And another thing with basketball tournament, I'm just not always sold that these games do much for teams because I've I experienced us winning some games here where we thought we were going to host and we still got hosed out of a regional in 2013 in Fayetteville. So fate is pretty much decided before you even get in the conference tournament? That, I, I don't know that. It's just how it seems, and it seems like that in basketball to me, too, sometimes. You see those teams go two, three games in Nashville, and then they're, they don't make, you know, it's like, right. how much do they look at it? Because your body of work's your actual season, you know, the regular season. So I, I don't know. I don't know that. It's just how it comes off to me at times. Yeah, because there were people, fan, Hog fans, at least last year even, that felt like they should have at least hosted a regional. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they uh, felt like, of course, they went 0-2 in the SEC tournaments last did, year. And so they played bad down the stretch. You know, yeah. I think those things matter a lot for sure. So, I, obviously, that's not an issue this year. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that one, too. Uh, but I did, speaking of that stat, I, again, I thought this was really interesting that uh, Stu Hog is his name, but he put out this graphic as far as uh, teams that – go over and Hoover and teams that win or play four or more games and teams that are three and out. So just like looks at those metrics. And uh, when it comes to the teams that go four or more, they actually have a lower percentage of making the super regional and the world series and winning the championship compared to wow. the other ones. But if you go over and Hoover, you have a 64% chance of the six super regional 43% chance of making the college world series and then being a national champion, it's happened twice. And this is just over the past six yeah. years, so it's pretty recent. But the three-and-out one is the most interesting because in that one, there's been 15 teams that have gone three-and-out. Ten of them made a Super Regional. Eight of them made the College World Series, and there was one champion. So over half of the teams that win, that play three games and get out, they make the College World Series yeah, compared to the other ones. That's pretty crazy numbers there. and. It just tells me you, everyone kind of knows how, feel how they feel about the conference tournament, but you get pat. I mean, it's just it's different. You get to regionals, teams turn it on. I mean, you're you're playing out of conference teams finally, really, and you're excited. It's it's different. Um, but those numbers, when did he? I saw that graphic. When were those from? Like when did he start? I think he started in 2016. 16. Okay. So just yeah, it was just yeah. recently. So it's not a whole like a huge you know sample yeah, size. Yeah, it's but. still pretty. It's still you know pretty good amount of years there i guess and obviously several national championship teams through there so i don't i mean those numbers don't lie a lot and i believe it because it just seems hoover it's hot and humid and they you know you deal with some injuries i remember slavens a couple years ago hurting himself down there in that tournament yep. he was never the same after that that you know finishing the postseason and um you, you i worry more about that especially with how this year's been someone else going to you know one of the just it just seems like that thing this year. So uh, I want to just, whatever they do, whatever, you know, win however, lose however, just let's keep all our guys that we have healthy right now and, and step forward, you know. What's the idea for your starting pitchers that you're going to depend on in the regionals? What's the idea for them to get some work while you're in the conference tournament? Is it do you want to get them an inning or so, inning or two, or do they just – you keep them out of lineup and just have them do some simulated innings. Yeah, I think, well, you know, like going back to last weekend, DVH said he didn't even, he wasn't even going to throw uh, Holland. Have we right. finished that game two off and wrapped up the SEC? And um, after a long, you know, the extended outing at South Carolina was obviously a great move. He still didn't throw that many pitches. It wasn't, you know, a great outing by any measure. He would definitely say that. And 
I think that you'll see the guy Hagen's going to start Thursday, and you're and so in my opinion, he's getting an extra day of rest on the back end. He's he's on normal rest coming off Vanderbilt, you know, normal bullpen day, normal rest, and then he'll get an extra day of rest, which I. I thought they might do that because I would prefer that going into a regional as opposed to the SEC tournament. So I I think you'll see, still see those three guys if we make it to Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, to keep them in line. Now, as far as extending anybody out, definitely not going to happen there at all. He's he's never done that with our guys in the in the tournament there. So I think you'll see them get some good work in and. Uh, they probably have a pitch count in mind, and it's going to depend on the the stress of the game, how it's going, how the outing is going. But he's not going to extend anybody out. He he knows, and you know his history in the tournament is everyone knows it, and he 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 plays for the regional. Like that's the most important part, and they're going to play to win. But it's also a good time to get some other guys in there, and, and they need to. Yeah, I think Gage Wood is one of those guys that may need to yeah. get that confidence back. He will. He'll be in there for yeah. sure, no yeah. doubt. And I expect to see a, a him back to himself. He he didn't look comfortable, and and I don't think. People really sometimes people can't understand a, tur- a dirt mound to a turf mound. It's just different, and there, there's things that go into that. He he just did not look comfortable to me, even from the first pitch. It was kind of like, okay, you know, kind of all over the place, and I wouldn't say he was rattled. I don't, I, I can't speak for him, but it, it just looked like a little bit flustered, maybe a little on edge. I know there's a lot on the line, and he just didn't look comfortable. Yeah, yeah. exactly, and and it can be as little. It, the mound can really affect you out there. I know. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it can. If there if there's a big hole where you're stepping, your plant foot and stuff, and you're not comfortable, you're slipping. It gets in your head. You're thinking about it way more than you should be. Other things going on, and it. That's what it seemed like to me was just. I'm not comfortable on this mound. There's something. Something seemed off compared to the last month. You know with him so well they're gonna have to count on a lot of these guys to step up and we'll see a few of them in the sec tournament we'll continue our conversation with trent daniel here in studio thanks to lift truck services here in little rock if you got a question or comment for trent call or text in 501-661-1037 got more to bounds on trigger tuesday coming up Brought to you by Floyd Seafood, Kill Avenue in Sherwood. Floyd's has live and cooked Louisiana crawfish. Place your order by 4 p.m. Thursday for weekend boils. Floydsmeatandseafood.com. Last night in the NBA, the Nuggets finished off their sweep of the Lakers to reach their first NBA Finals ever. Nikola Jokic had 30 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 3 blocks in their 113-111 win. He was named the Western Conference Finals MVP. They'll await the winner of the Heat and Celtics series, which could end tonight as Miami holds a 3-0 lead in that series. If the Heat do win tonight, it will be their 7th Finals appearance since 2006. Tip for that game is set for 7.30. TV coverage will be on TNT. Radio coverage can be heard on The Buzz. Join in progress at 8. And in Arkansas baseball news, Dave Van Horn was named SEC Coach of the Year for the third time. Gage Wood made the all-freshman team. Hagen Smith was named to the first team. Kendall Diggs made the second team, while Smith and Tavian Josenberger both made the all-defense team. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Lift Truck Service Center has been serving the state of Arkansas for 50 years with your forklift and heavy equipment needs. Lift Truck offers a wide variety of brands such as Unicarriers, Princeton, JCB, and many more. Their service department services all makes and models and keeps a wide variety of parts in stock for fast and reliable service. For rentals, sales, parts, and service, contact Lift Truck Service Center today at 501-568-3330 or visit them at one of their four locations in Little Rock, Russellville, Van Buren, or Springdale. Listen for Champs and Chumps Friday during the Zone. Brought to you by Everbowl. Providing craft superfoods, acai bowls, and smoothies that fuel you for an active, unevolved, and healthy lifestyle. Located at the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in West Woodrock, next to Santo Coyote. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. For the month of May, we invite you to Jones & Sons Spring Bridal Event. That's right. You're invited to take advantage of exclusive savings, extensive designer lines, and an incredible event-only diamond selection. We brought six of the world's top designers together with Jones & Sons' legendary staff of jewelers in our massive showroom to make your engaging dreams come true. Come in and see, touch, and dream while meeting with our diamond specialists and get the best pricing of the year this month only at Jones & Sons Spring Bridal Event in West Little Rock. Shop online at Jones & Sun.com. Every day, we do one thing. 
and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs during the Memorial Day sales event. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See agent Michael Thomason in Little Rock or Justin Sellers in North Little Rock for a free insurance review. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Wood wasting no time. Ready again. 2-2. Two, two. He struck him out looking. This one belongs to the Razorbacks. A win over South Carolina. That's seven straight SEC victories on 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. MLB, college baseball, combat sports, boxing, MMA, USFL, golf, Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA. It's all there on the Bet Saracen app. Get great in game and prop bets. Tonight's game with the Heat and Celtics. The Heat are favored by one and a half. You can find NFL lines for week one. USFL, that's their season is ongoing right now. Arkansas's line for their next opponent. It'll be set once they know who the next opponent is between Texas A&M and Tennessee. Also, you can get Travs on Moneyline Bet. So it's all there on the Bet Saracen app. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. Here's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, Trent Daniel here in studio with us talking a little baseball for the Razorback baseball team starting up tomorrow. And uh, it'll be an early one, which it's uh, we're not going to be on the air for the majority of the time tomorrow because of the Razorback baseball game being played right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Does Bubba get to make the trip to the SEC tournament, or is it still just Phil? Do Ooh. we know? Uh, I want to say it's just Phil because okay. Bubba still has obligations with baseball team, traveling okay. baseball. See, I, I, couldn't, I knew that he, of course, does postseason play, but I didn't yeah. know if uh, that included the SEC tournament or not. But I can't remember either. Actually, no, I know he did that year that... I went down the last time because I remember I filmed like a little interview thing with him uh, for that. Now it could change year to year. I about to say, but I do remember he couldn't do the first game. I, remember, I think that was the second or third yep. game that he was able to show up. Yeah, it gets up, closer so. to the weekend. Probably yeah, helps. And have you dealt with Bubba much? Have you I to haven't. Him? No, I'd okay. love to, but no, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about the most baseball guy ever, yeah, a guy it. named Bubba, he has the most incredible like 
uh, baseball tan year round. <laughs> he like just has the baseball bat and the, hair. Just, and the hair and the <laughs> hat. And just the way he talks and the yeah. way you, you can just tell, like, if there is a definition of a yeah. baseball guy, I think Bubba Carpenter. Well, you know, he guy. never sits down during the games. Right. And I told you, when I go up there for postseason games, I, I stand on the concourse. And it's just, how, I mean, I think that's maybe a former player thing. Like, I, I can't sit and watch, a, especially a Razorback game. It, it's I just can't do it. I can't sit there comfortably. Mm. So you move around the entire game? I do. And we go, get a... I mean, if I get a hog pen ticket or something, I'm, I'm going right to the concourse behind our dugout and watching from there because I like to see DVH doing stuff and and I, I do like to move around. I can't I can't sit still yeah. for sure. It must be too a, many nerves too. It must be a base. I don't know if it's just baseball player, just a, a, a an athlete thing in general. Because I think I told you like when Dominic yeah. Picachello, I hang out with him. He he does not sit down. Yeah. He, he has to stand. He has to stand kind of not. I think when I was there with him, he stood behind maybe the uh, away team's dugout, but still like. He's done that, and I'm trying to think, I think it was Carson Shaddy when I was up there and I talked to him. He was kind of the same way; like, yeah. just doesn't sit down. So. I think another thing too is I don't want to hear some of the negative <laughs> negative stuff said about guys. I, I don't care for it, yeah. So I don't want to hear it, and yeah. I don't want to get involved with well, it either. Fans so. would never do that. No. What are you talking about, yeah, man? No. They never say that stuff. That's, that's something that's uh, a bit slept on, though. Going to mm-hmm. major league baseball games and just buying a standing ticket and moving around the whole time. That's a great way to experience yep. a baseball game. It is for sure. That that's how I prefer it, especially at Baum. It's so packed in those postseason games. But I've been been to several of the postseason. You know, we've been so fortunate to host. It feels like every year lately, and I like going up there then because it means a lot. And those the crowds are different, a different energy. So I'm definitely standing up and saying, you know, like kind of analyzing myself. But I, I can't sit there and calmly at all. Yeah, I think the latest uh, D1 baseball. Uh, projection as Arkansas, of course, hosting as the number three overall seed. I want to say it was Oklahoma, Washington, and I'm trying to think of the other third team. Some, of course, you know that it was a four seed that usually kind of gets thrown in there randomly. But yeah. I mean, that I feel like most people are kind of like, hey, that's at least as far as being the th- number three overall seed. I feel like that's probably what most people think Arkansas is going to end up doing and being at that point. I'm so. fine with it. I mean, that was a, that's a great spot to be in, and we we didn't. It, it's weird to not want to be the number one seed, but I mean, <laughs> if things had to go that way at, in Nashville last weekend, well, at least there's a positive. You know, you go down there and sweep Vandy, you're uh, it'd be tough to keep them out of that spot. I think mm. Maine was the other one as a four Maine, seed. Maine, well, so yeah. you thought you thought we usually a get a north, northeast team like that. It seems let's like, say New Jersey board. Institute of yeah. Technology. Technology. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, they like came Central down, Central Connecticut one year, I think. And yeah, like, so that's cool though. It's yeah. good for those guys that get to come down to bomb and experience our fans i know they they treat them right out there so that that's a really cool part to always see because they're not a threat and yeah. the second they become yeah. a threat <laughs> the second Throw that game gets a little, yeah second that game gets a little dicey then they start throwing yeah. stuff at them too so yeah but uh you know i trained somebody I, we were talking about during the commercial break i know people brought up last week with vandy and zach morris getting, yeah. they felt like maybe he got taken out a little bit mm-hmm. early i know some of course you being a former pitcher you know what about it. do you feel like that was the right move for dave van horn or right move for the team to, to remove zach morris at that point well there's i i did some reflecting on that it was easy to jump the gun emotion wise like how could you take him out he's cruising well here's a here's the thing for me there's there's a few things zach morris he's been pitching great lately he was having a great outing He's also that was three innings deep. He's about to turn the lineup over again and face hitters for the second time. It makes a huge difference. Last thing you want is things to go crazy. He loses some, comp, you know, whatever. Not to say he would do that even if it happened, but those things do happen for pitchers mentally. And another thing is, you know, the title's right there. You win that game, you get the title. And how good has Gage Wood been? I don't think anybody would have expected that it to go that way with Gage. Just what he's shown the past month, and usually more than two innings. So. For me, I, I could have seen him staying in. Maybe a guy gets on base. It's easy to say that, but he's also brought Gage in. Almost every outing, it's been a clean inning starting. He's got six outs. I mean, I I felt confident. I never would have guessed I saw what I did, but it, it's always easy hindsight. You know, it's always easy to second-guess things after they happen. I I definitely understood, like, this is our game to win. Win the SEC, it's right here. We're six outs away, and baseball, man, I, I, it's crazy. That's what it comes down to, Trent. That fine line of you make a move if it works. Everybody's yeah. saying it's no the one most says brilliant word, exactly. thing ever. And uh, in this case, since it didn't yeah. work, now everybody wants to question yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, no one says anything if he gets a six out. I mean, it, that's yeah. just how it is. I mean, that's that's part of it. Oh yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, that, and that's like we goes back to the whole fans thing, man. It's like you do a lot of basketball season all, all year long. Of uh, you know, this past year, even for Arkansas basketball in regular season, if 
you know, must, uh, you know, put in somebody and say, you know, why, why isn't so-and-so playing and all that stuff? It's like, yeah, well, when you win the games, then suddenly it's like, you're not like, oh, why aren't these guys playing? Yeah. But it's like, well, as soon as there's a bad game or a bad mm-hmm. outing or anything, people start jumping to that conclusion, too. And, and that's kind of the thing, too, when you're talking about Gage Wood. When everybody's different in their personality, but when it comes to trying to bounce back from something like that, yep. is that something that is it something that's just about getting back out there and doing it? Is it about leaning on your teammates, leaning on your coaches, like especially as a true freshman? Like yep. how how do you because they need him? They're going to have to have him this postseason yep. at his best. So like how do you bounce back from that? And how, like who does who does he or who would you usually lean on if that was some type of deal like yeah, that? Yeah, you know, I mean you're really your guys on the pitching staff i mean you're at this point you're so close and it's been obvious all year they're really tight-knit group and you know even his demeanor you know he has that he he he's very into it and stuff he, he even his demeanor in that outing was just like it, it something just seems a little off so it that's gonna happen and i'm glad it happened now but i would love to get him out there tomorrow for an you know something like that right away and another thing that some guys like to do is it's not hard for him to go back in some film and watch some really good outings against great teams lately. Go watch a couple good outings. You know, feel good about yourself that way, and it's so mental. Um, but I, I think, you know, they're in good hands with Coach Hobbs and and DJ Baxendale. It's you know that helps them and all that. And there's a lot of experience there, and it, it's an out, a bad outing or two that's going to happen. And I'd rather it happen when it did. And um, I would love for him to get back out there immediately and feel good about it. I think he will. It's it's a good mound there. At least it used to be. I guess it's been forever, but a good place to pitch. Bigger bigger park and stuff. Get him get him right back out there. Now we know with uh, talking about some of these lineup changes and players that could possibly play. That's the one thing that will be consistent. We know that these bullpen guys will get some work. That makes them different in a sense that they may not play to the same. Uh, amount of time that they would usually play and pitch the same amount of pitches, but we know that they're going to get some work just because that's what they do. That's keeping them in their routine. Yep. Yeah, it's good. I mean, pitching wise, that, that's what's so different about pro ball is you ha- you do have a bad outing. And for me, as a as a late reliever, as I was, you know, professionally, it was nice to hey, we need you to come close a game. You know, tonight you just pitched yesterday. It didn't go good, but you got to get right back out there and try to flush that bad outing where. You know, in college, sometimes you got to sit on that for a week, maybe even longer than that. You know, depending on the pitching staff, and it it is good to play in this tournament setting, play obviously quality opponents every every day, and and get a chance to just get back out there, get on the mound. That's the best way to get out of issues, slump wise hitting or pitching. Man, just you got to get out there. Now, Trent, you mentioned something about a good mound. What determines a good <laughs> mound as opposed to a bad mound? <laughs> I, it, it can really be how it's maintained for me. The biggest thing I had a I had a little bit longer stride for my height and stuff, and to me, it's more how it's maintained. The slope, you know, the slope and stuff kind of varies place to place. I, the all turf mounds, I, I despise them. You, you just don't. When do you ever do that? You know, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe bullpen work at, at times inside or something, but it, it's different and it can really affect you though. It, it really can. You know, like you. I'm not, I can't you can maybe ask Gage that mound could have had a crazy steep slope and that's why he's leaving a lot of balls up in the zone and it can affect your delivery and all that so for me it was always there's two spots where my foot landed and right right in front of the rubber is it dug out a ton is there a pitcher that goes and digs to China in there you know like <laughs> digs out the dirt it's hard to fill it back in and those things matter a little bit because you're com- you you want a little bit of comfort and you're not thinking about you know I'm stepping I feel like I'm twisting my ankle when I land and all that so there is those aspects to it and sometimes you just got to deal with it and and adjust a little bit on your own mechanically on the mound. Well, I noticed that like some pitchers just with with all their mechanics too, like you know if they throw a strikeout, you know they kind of like walk off the mound and mm-hmm. then kind of come back in, and then you got some pitchers that you know just keep it together right there and. You know, you mentioned the strides and, and kind of what they do too. I guess I've never noticed if uh, the digging and, and things. Yeah. Like apparently, I guess that's a that's a thing that pitchers do, and some of them at least too. So. It, it does. I mean, it can just it, you can have a massive hole right where you want to land. Sometimes you just got to move the other side of the rubber. You know, a couple things like that, which is not what you're used to. But sometimes you just got to adjust. And I know the turf mound; it wasn't a hole issue. It could have just been I've, I'm not comfortable out here at all. That's yeah. kind of how it seems. So it's different for each guy. Well, we'll talk with Hunter Hall in here in about 30 minutes, and uh, yeah. or I guess mine, not even 30 minutes. It's been flowing by. We got about 20 minutes until it happens. But we'll talk to him and see, ask us uh, what he thought about the mound out there at Vanderbilt. But yeah. uh, we're going to continue our conversation with former Razorback Trent Daniel here in studio with us. Thanks to Lift Truck Services here in Little Rock. And we'll keep it moving on Trigger Tuesday. Stay with us.
Bradley Fabrowski's. If you've got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewski's. Each Brewski's VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewski's. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. Did the judge order supervised visitation for your cubs? Okay, but who supervises? At Lion Legal, our trademark is calm, practical, and experienced oversight. We don't take sides, and we provide visitation in our child-friendly facility, or we'll come to you. Call today, 227-ROAR. For professional supervised visitation and reasonable rates, call 227-ROAR. That's 227-ROAR. And Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Miller from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Shipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, of the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Yes, ma'am? I'd like to report a robbery. A car dealer gave me too little for my trade, pulled my credit four times, and gave me a high interest rate. Now, what are y'all going to do about it? Oh, you should have went to Guatney Chevrolet. You won't rest until we catch the dealer that did this to you. Now take a step back. We're headed to Waffle House. Don't let this happen to you. Watney Chevrolet is offering low 1.9% on all new Blazers, Equinox, Trailblazers, Traverse, and Silverados. Plus, take the handcuffs off your summer plan with no payments for 90 days. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All offers with approved credit. My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this. At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick, it began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and, I don't know, it wasn't really that hot out. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics to reignite hair growth without surgery. And the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real. So I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's wife... She loves it. I got my hair back in my early 30s. I want to look my age, and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 103.7 The Buzz.
It's Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, Trent Daniel here in studio. Talking a little baseball and looking at a little SEC baseball as uh, A&M still up 3-0, bottom of the eighth inning. And uh, Tennessee's the home team, so uh, at least get a chance to see them be uh, the last at bat. But not the count outs, but five outs away from uh, <laughs> Texas A&M eliminating Tennessee out of the SEC tournament. Because today is single elimination and how that works. So uh, looking like uh, Arkansas is going to be playing the Aggies there uh, on Wednesday, which... They swept Texas A&M this year, right? Like, that happened. Was Texas A&M? Yeah, they yeah, swept them both. yeah, they swept them both. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I knew. Okay, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. Tennessee, they, they swept in, they swept A&M, they swept Mississippi State. And I think those were the only three sweeps that they had. And then they got swept by Georgia. So Yeah, there's like a month and straight of sweeps, whether we were on the good or bad end of it, it seemed like. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, it's not, it doesn't seem like an ideal thing. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like it is. It's not raining, but it definitely looks like it has or will, or it's in the area. It definitely there. was not, earlier. Yeah, but uh, the rest of the week though, it's supposed to be nice. So, knock on wood that that happens, and no extra innings, and because uh, you know, try, I can't imagine trying to schedule this stuff and trying to get all these games played sometimes, especially if you're like a player too, where it's like yeah. you're just wanting to go, and you have to sit there and wait on another team to go through their game in order for you to get out there and do your game too. Yep. So, and tomorrow when there's four games, you know, that's when it really like the weather can really drag. You know, you'll see some. Games as far as they start at 11 p.m. and stuff's crazy, but mm. it definitely plays a part. Yeah. We seem to always play the early 9:30 game, which is a good and bad. I guess it was early. We were hitting BP at 6 a.m. It felt like, but gosh, um, you don't have to worry about those delays though. If there is a delay, you know you're you're getting your game in and um, getting to it. But yeah, we were hitting some BP with the sunrise and stuff. It felt like it was so humid there too. Ew. Mm. Sounds but, awful. Um, it's a fun it looks trip. like it's been some rain in the forecast today, also with the yeah. people in the stands. Yep. You can see they got some oh, rain, yeah. rain gear on. I was the first and second inning it was definitely raining. I had it on. They still got their ponchos on, so it might be off and on. Still, yeah, yeah. There's kind of scattered when I looked at it earlier on the radar. Yeah. Well, they uh, just got out of the inning. A and M did. So now we head to the ninth, and uh, they said Tennessee's three outs away from uh, from losing this one because they're like, Tennessee's going to host a regional for sure, right? Like I'm pretty sure they're yeah. like in, in yeah. contention for that. The only national ones, Arkansas, Florida, LSU, Vanderbilt. Maybe Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt yeah, they probably. might have played their way back into that. So four of the eight, weekend. four of the eight being national mm-hmm. seeds, and then after that you'll have South Carolina, Auburn, mm-hmm. Kentucky, Tennessee, and yep. Alabama. All those will be hosting. I mean, yeah, I, I, I it's it's tough. I know, but. It, I know they don't like doing that. It's like the best teams should host. I don't care what conference they're in. We'll probably get matched up SEC Super. It seems like that happens a lot lately, but, you know, we'll, we'll be at home. So yeah. got to handle business in regionals anyway. Yeah. Well, I just uh, – that's the thing that I'm scared about most than anything is just matchups once you get to the yeah. postseason. Cause it's all about it. It's like that number one seed back 2021. No excuses, but I'm just saying, like, that was a tough draw for number one seed. Like it, it was. I mean, so. and NC State came out of – Rustin, I mean, they didn't even host their regional. You know, they they beat Louisiana, Louisiana Tech at their place. But I remember DVH, he, they expected NC State. They knew how good they played down the stretch, and I think they were expecting them, and that's who they got. Yeah. Well, and you could see why. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I uh, still think they would have won it all, but we don't need to go down that road. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the phone lines. JK's in Fairfield Bay. What's up, JK? Hey, guys. I was watching the uh, <clears throat> high school baseball championship tonight. I understand that uh, one of them had signed a letter with Arkansas. I think there was some other folks on that. Do you guys know anything about that? Because I tell you what, those boys could play some ball. I'll hang up in Kentucky. All right. Unfortunately, I don't. I haven't kept up to uh, y'all. Have there's a guy I know that comes on the the show a little bit later. Usually with Randy, Drive time Bohan. yeah, Kevin Bohan. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He he's so great at covering everything. I know that's a guy to ask for that. I, I just haven't kept up with enough of it. Like I wish I would, but I don't want to misspeak on anybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, J.K. You may want to call back when they get Kevin Bohan yeah. on because yeah, there's like you know there's a lot of guys out there that do like football recruiting here in the state that are all good and we love having them on our show or even basketball. But it's like to do baseball stuff. Yeah, you got to be on point because so many players and teams and all that. And Kevin does a great job of it and, and getting he does. it. So yeah, I enjoy I enjoy anytime he's on. Yeah. Very knowledgeable about all of it. Also, uh, Ashton Record Life fan feedback comes from Ashton. He says, Trent, from your experience in Hoover, will Arkansas limit certain pitchers, get them rested, and get them ready for the regionals? 
I just don't think so. I mean, I don't. I don't know if they have the luxury to rest a ton of guys. I mean, you only have so many right now, and um, I. I don't know. I, I'm, maybe the guy we're going to talk to in a little bit, he may not throw there. I'm not sure. Um, it, it's going to depend on how those guys are feeling. They're all communicating with with DVH and Hobbs and and getting that all ironed out. I would assume that most of them will still pitch, um, but I think Holland maybe I could maybe see him not pitching since they were thinking about it last weekend. You know, but other than that, I just don't. I don't know if they go on a little run here. I don't know how you could not throw some guys. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, also, we had a question. It's from David. He says, "Do you have any sort of relationship, or have you talked with Matt Hobbs at any point in time?" I have not. No. Okay. No. Because yeah. uh, who your pitching coach was, of course, Dave Jordan. And yes. Then they from there was that when Wes Johnson came in yep. was after him, and then from Matt then the Matt Hobbs. So, yeah, okay, that makes sense because that was a stretch of. You know, coaches that uh, obviously with Wes Johnson, the success that he's had, then Matt Hobbs and yep. success that he's been doing it. Uh, Dave Dave knows how to hire some assistant coaches. He does. He has a vibe too, for so, sure. Yeah. Who's the hitting coach when you were there? Todd Butler. Todd Butler. Yep. That's right. Wichita State. After that, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Putting it all together now. Putting it all together. And then uh, I, I still have said many times though that if Arkansas does win the championship this year, that I'm giving all the credit to Bobby Wernis. He's the one that gets it all. Yeah. I I've, I've I've talked about him a little bit. Um. I. What yeah, we got a rain delay. Oh, Lord. In the top <laughs> of the ninth with an out. Oh, it started coming down hard. Though. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So well, maybe they'll sit up there all night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if they're all night, night in the yeah. game played. So, oof. Because this is just game two, right, of today? Yeah. 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 I think, is this it, though? Isn't there just two? Or is there two? I thought there were. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll look see. up the schedule. That you guys well, should that's know. four. They already played the morning game. I think you think you might be I right. Think this is it. No, today. no, no. You have because you have uh, Alabama, Kentucky, oh, okay. and Missouri well, I'm and Auburn. Obviously, way off then. Yeah, I was about to say I thought there were four, but they're all yeah. single elimination well, games. Don't know what I'm talking about. No, that's all. That's all good. Yeah, that's that looks disgusting. Yeah, well, that's not good for the rest of them. That's how it goes though. And those rain delays and because if they if it goes too late into the night or into the like late night, do they just wait and play the, a game the next day? Like how does I, I don't even know how that would all work. I think I've seen them resume some early, but they'll play. Uh, uh, we've played some of those late ones. I can remember with Ben Attendee and Wernus and them. Like, we oh, were yeah. playing late at night. Mm-hmm. So, they'll try to get them in. I think I remember watching, actually, it's funny you even bring that up. I think I remember watching Bobby Wernus hit that walk-off or whatever against oh, yeah. Florida. And I was at West End on Dixon Street in Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah, there you And I remember it was like 1 a.m. Yeah, yeah, it was like 1 a.m. when I was you're out there. after midnight. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what they always do. They'll put the uh, the weather map, and you'll see about how long it's supposed yeah. to be in the area. Yeah. So uh, they just put that on the screen. Does it look pretty heavy, or is it kind of? Yeah, it, it's heavy. Um, okay. And, of course, you know, we don't hear the sound, but right. don't have an idea of how long they said it might be. Yeah. Well, like, like Trent said, make them play all night and, and make that work. But we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but we got to take a top-of-the-hour update because we got Hunter Holland, Razorback pitcher, joining us thanks to McClard's Barbecue. Coming up next on the other side of the break, you won't want to miss that, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. Need a boat? Get to the Memorial Day celebration. Going on now at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Get the SunTracker Sportfish 22 with 115 Mercury Outboard and a $2,000 Inflation Buster discount. Or try the Tahoe T16 with 75 horsepower Mercury and a $3,000 Inflation discount. Or step up to the Tahoe T18 with Mercury 115 Outboard and receive a $4,000 discount. Available now through Memorial Day at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide.